just saw I just saw that you added uh, to the rundown notes about Zion. Please, please, Bulls get him. Yeah, that was like a little. We, you know, if we want, we can just talk, talk that off the top. Well, actually, before we talked it off the top, look at us getting so professional. But it's because late where you are, so I want you. I don't want to, you know, teeter around too long. Hey, Urit, body. Clearly, Jay is not here. R.I.P. Jay. It won't. It won't be for a little while. A little bit. I think. I think he said like another week or two he'll be back or something like that. He is. He is taking a podcast break. He podcast is break. a little burnt out. Yeah. Uh, he does. He does run two, sometimes three of these things. So, yeah. Godspeed. Like actual work to do and stuff. <laughs> and we work at the same. Yeah. We work for the same company. <laughs> you guys do different things though. That's very true. Mm-hmm. I don't know what either one of you do. I just know it's different. <laughs> I honestly don't actually know what Jay does. I, I, he works a lot with like our partners. Yeah, I, I don't actually. Really, I don't. I, I I cannot pretend to tell you the ins and outs of Jay's day. I legitimately thought for a second you were going to say I don't know what I do at that job either. <laughs> I. You know what? I'll tell you the truth. I I really don't. Today I was finished with my work at about noon. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> That's so, always wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I changed changed roles like two months ago, and like I went from being insanely busy every day to like I feel like I'm not doing anything. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been there. It's not the best, but it happens sometimes. It's fine. They're gonna keep paying me. Yeah, yeah. There you go. And then you'll just you know get better at your job or whatever that is. It's one of those sort of situations. True. Which, also, sorry if uh, you can I, hear gulping down water. I haven't drank enough today, so I'm trying to drink <laughs> that's as right. much as I, as I can before I go to bed so I can wake up 40 times in the middle of the night and not piss myself. <laughs> there you go. Smart move. Um, all right. <laughs> sorry. Now, now I'm just sitting here thinking of like you pissing yourself at night. I'm like, oh, man, that's going to suck. Just some, um, just some fun, and, fun and easy banter to, to start the podcast. Yeah, there you go. I like it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and this podcast is NBA, the podcast we talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. We did. Uh, we literally talk about shit once. One yeah, episode. today like, we we like literally just talked shit. about piss. Now we too, so that one also happened. You you don't you're not getting this anywhere else. <laughs> you're not. You're just not getting it anywhere else. Uh, I'm uh Nikki Kiles, aka Hollywood Nikki, aka. Sticky Bun Rubio. I had a really good one. Oh, but it's Tad. Hey, it's it's me, hey, it's Tad. Tad. <laughs> uh, I had a really good one, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it is. So I'm just going to go, hey, it's Tad, a.k.a. Louis Manbunson. <laughs> I like that. I enjoyed that. That's like, that was kind of my uh, my back pocket one. I had a good one, but I can't. I really, I cannot remember what it was. And I'm going to remember it like middle of the show or like immediately after we finish recording. Oh, I thought you were going to say at like four in the morning. I, I might, I might just shoot up in bed and be like, and be like, I know it now. You ever, uh, you ever see the movie, the emperor's new groove? Oh, uh, not only have I seen that, I don't have it with me now, but I, uh, once made, I made the costume for the emperor. I have it. It's in my parents' basement right now. That's solid. That yeah. is uh, okay, so yeah, so you obviously appreciate that movie, and I just think about the the time when when Kronk shoots up out of his little tent, and he's like the peasant at the diner. 
he forgot to pay his check. Like, I just like, that'll, that'll be me at, I, uh, at, at four this morning. My, so my roommate, Bob, uh, who, if you guys listen to EA love, he's been on a couple of times. And actually, what am I talking about? He was on the last episode. of. He NBA. was, he was, and he did a good job. He did a great job for a guy who's like the other day, him and I were, I was watching it, uh, NBA on TNT and he fell in love with it because uh, the game was like going into the actual, like they actually started playing. And I think Charles Barkley said some like outlandish claim. I forgot what it was. Oh, Portland Trailblazers are going to the finals. He said, book it. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I know. Nope. I know. And they didn't even win the game that he had. <laughs> so it's like perfect timing. But like, so that he had brought that up. And they're cutting back to like Reggie Miller and I think Kevin Harlan. I don't remember who it was with him. Um, that's usually that's I mean Kevin Harlan, right? Yeah, I think it was that Reggie, one. Which is a it, it makes me feel bad for him because Reggie Miller sucks. But yeah, he's not that great. Uh, Isaiah Thomas is on right now for the uh, Detroit Denver game. I was watching that for a little Dude, bit, and he's so bad. Yeah, it's the all the good ones are on TNT, I guess, are, are like uh, just sitting in the booth. Actually, none of them are that great. Chris Weber, I like a lot. I like Chris Weber. I do like Chris Weber. Isaiah Thomas, yeah, and he, uh, you know, he, he's worked really hard on his game in the off season. Like that's how he talks. Yeah. I'm like, dude, just, I, I just, I can't, I can't stand. Yeah, that. it's not, it's not for me either. But so the game cuts back to like I think it was the Thunder versus the Trailblazers, and for the first eight minutes of the third quarter, Kevin Harlan didn't say a word. Because Chuck, Shaq, and like Reggie and uh, and and Ernie, all of them were just talking and making fun of each other about how like stupid of a decision uh, Charles Barkley just made by saying book it and like he was like they put a little post it up and everything. And Bob was watching and he was like, "Is this what basketball is?" And I was like, "It is when those guys are on the screen, right?" But, and he was like, "Okay, I think I might have to watch." more basketball games if they're on the screen more i was like yeah they're that's why they're popular dude they i mean they i i would say you would be hard pressed to find another professional sports like panel or like group of analysts or whatever you want to call them uh that are better like just qual- like they don't take themselves too seriously yeah. uh you know charles forgets what he's talking about half the time like <laughs> It is, it's it is really it's entertaining. Like they 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 do their jobs, they do it well. Yeah, so I, I look, I completely agree. It's somehow a group of men who shouldn't be announcers, and yet all together they work so well. Well, Ernie yes. is fine. I love Ernie very much, but the other three, I'm just like you guys. How are you capable of doing this? Yeah, no, that's a legitimately good question. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was a blast watching that with my with Bob because Bob was like, "What in the fuck is going on?" He was <laughs> losing it. He just because he couldn't believe that like it was eight minutes of live television of just four grown men making fun of each other. Yeah, and, like it's quality or, stuff. Oh, five, it's five of them. Yeah, and it, at that point, because Reggie had joined in, he's just like, "What is happening with this television show?" And I didn't, I didn't know how to answer it. And now I think there's not, there's just really not an answer. I think now the NBA has another fan all thanks to whatever that mess. That's great. Was it was great. Yeah. Expanding the outreach of, of the NBA, (laughs) just adding, adding another fan. That's great. There you go. Yeah. Oh, speaking of 
great and adding to the fan base. Zion Williams came back, and once he gets in the NBA, that I think the fan base will grow even more for that because of that guy. But he came back. He scored 29 points on 13 of 13 shooting, which is amazing. He had five steals, and I've lost what else he had. He had a couple of – obviously, he had rebounds and shit. I mean, his stat line was, uh, I mean, I lost it here. You'd never know that he missed any time. 29 points, 14 rebounds, five steals, one block on 13 for 13. Yeah. I mean, he's an animal. Like he is just, uh, he is one of the most like athletic, talented players that, I mean, I've ever seen. I mean, I have, if he, if he is a bust, you can and we can we can timestamp this if we want to. If he is a bust in the NBA or does not have a great career in the NBA, I will chug a bottle of almond milk. <laughs> okay, like a, like a, not a bottle, but like a carton, like a full size carton of. I will chug it. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's where, that's where I'm at. Like if <laughs> if he is not a good NBA player, yeah, I will I will uh, and you you can hold me to that. Okay, we'll just make the episode the title chugging. Almond milk. Not chugging, chug in with an apostrophe. <coughs> chugging. Chugging milk. Chugging almond milk. Um yeah, no, he had a hell of a game and he I mean he played really well. Uh, I really need his ass to end up on the Bulls. I mean he is for sure gonna be the number one pick. Uh the Bulls continue to some like to play themselves out of the number one pick. Oh my God. Uh, well, they lost to the Lakers the other day, they which did. I was very happy about. They did. They they started out. They were ripping the Lakers a new asshole at the beginning of the game, and then like they, I don't know what. Like I didn't really watch all of it. I, Andre Ingram showed up. That's what happened. No, I have no clue. I didn't get to see the game either. Yeah, I didn't watch a ton of that game. Um, I watched uh, bits and pieces. There were some other pressing matters that I had to attend to, um, but. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, if if you are if you are an NBA franchise, you should be doing everything, and and you are you have an opportunity to get the number one pick. You should be doing everything in your power to mm-hmm. tank yourself to the bottom to get it. He is by all accounts Zion Williamson will be a generational talent. Yeah, this this is like the one of those few. Those are one of those times where you're like, yeah, you go and get one of the things I was reading. Someone commented on the Zion thing. It's like. Not only he went thirteen for thirteen from field goal, uh, everything else just a monster game. Two for nine from free throw. This kid really is the next LeBron. That's what the guy said. That's great. I like that. Uh, yeah, yes, he, that's true. He is like by all accounts not a a great uh, free throw shooter, but yeah. I mean he is legitimately like Larry Johnson reborn. <laughs> like like he is a a Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson could play in today's NBA. I, I don't oh, have any doubt sure. about that. But he is. Uh, I mean, he is just a he's a he's a better version of of he's like a Larry Johnson John Kemp hybrid. Yeah, I, I mean, I just like he I, I just I he weighs two hundred eighty five pounds and like he shouldn't be able to move uh, the way that he does and like he should not be able like to he shouldn't be as quick as he is. like two hundred eighty five pounds like he could be a, a starting defensive end in, yeah. in the NFL. That's like, a big boy. Outrageous. Yeah, that's it's wild. I can, I like it's just. I don't know. I want, I'm glad that we got to talk a little bit about that because, oh, I hope he shows up. I got uh, a good. Uh, I got a good little segue. Oh yeah, go for it. Yeah, during that game, uh, they cut to his shoes a number of times because mm-hmm. he blew out his when he injured himself. He injured his knee. It was because he blew out his Nikes and he slipped and fell. Uh, and so he 
uh, was he switched from the uh, the the PGs mm-hmm. to the Kyries, and he wore the Kyries tonight. Nice. Uh, so, a little segue there. We can talk a little bit about Kyrie and LeBron and their current situations. Yeah, and where they're at. So, if you want to go ahead and, and kick that topic off. Well, I think something that's very nice is to point out that there was a stat that I watched that. Uh, this time last year, the uh, Los Angeles Lakers were, uh, what were they, 30 and 16. This year, the Los Angeles Lakers are 31 and 16. So over uh, over exactly a year, almost a year apart, only a one-game difference. Now, I obviously contributed to the fact that LeBron James... is that That's like over like a certain stretch, right? Is that like... Po- like- um, here, let me, I got to look it up again, but there was a point in time. Cause that's only 46 games. So is that like, half? Wait, I think that was an old, is that like their second half stats. I think it might've been their second half stats. I don't even remember. I've now I'm looking for it so I could read it properly. I probably read it incorrectly, but pretty much like they're, they're not doing much better. They're, this, they're not, I mean, they're not, they're not they're really not much better, better right now than they were doing last year this time. Uh, and I I obviously contributed to the fact that LeBron got injured. Um, which, sure, you know that definitely t- would take them down a little bit. Um, yeah. So, oh, that's not. They were thirty and thirty six last year. At this point, they're thirty one and thirty seven now. Okay, I was that looking at it incorrectly. Yeah, that's okay. That's <laughs> the okay. wins were off. That's what it was. So yeah, I mean that is uh, that is. Um, it's not good. No. Um, by all accounts, adding LeBron to your team should generally make you an immediate playoff contender. But their roster is bad. They don't. I, I mean, Brandon Ingram is playing well now, so I'm kind of starting to eat my words on that. But like they, they're not good. Their yeah. roster is bad. They're. I, I mean, they're clearly missing Lonzo Ball, who like love him or hate him. Like he helps that team a lot of things. Like he's a good player. He's a he's a playmaker. He plays good defense. Um, I don't think he's a great player by any stretch of the word, but he does. He is a contributor and a, a significant one at that yeah. to that team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, they're not very good right now. And like, I mean, I'm sure their roster will change, but uh, I mean, like it, it definitely will. Like there's no doubt about that, but I mean, they, they just, they, they have no shooters. They lack quality ball handlers outside of LeBron and Lonzo Ball, who's obviously injured, and they shut down for the remainder of the season. I mean, they're just bad. They're they're a bad they're, team. They're not doing that. Well. And, and one thing that I thought was apparently a Western Conference GM, on, I don't know if you saw this, but Bleacher Report reported that according to a Western Conference GM, uh, LeBron James not good enough anymore to take four cadavers and get to the finals, not in the West. I did. I saw that today. Um, I saw which, I mean, hey, they, they, whoever said that is not wrong. Uh, and also, like <laughs> – it's wild to think that they're just like, uh, LeBron, you're you're doing bad. You can't do the things you used to do where you took a bunch of terrible players and dragged them to the finals. And it's like, that shouldn't be LeBron's fault. They were fourth place when LeBron was healthy. Then he got injured, and now they're in 10th or 11th. Uh, what are they? 11th. Yeah, I mean, and um, I also I, – I defended LeBron um, a few episodes ago. Yeah. Um, but – I am I'm out on him this season now. Like he, I mean he, there, he has clearly mailed it in um, to some degree, and there's a lot of blaming his teammates and and that sort of thing, and it's yeah. just not a good look. Um, I'm disappointed in how LeBron has chosen to finish out 
the the season and in the way that he has played probably over the last the stretch of the last like 15 games or so it's just not i mean dude like you're i mean like like this is like shit people are going to remember you by yeah i don't think i mean i i don't know i i'm not i'm not a fan right now of and I'm not usually a big LeBron guy. I appreciate his talent. I just don't care for LeBron, the the person. But he's still posting, like, Instagram videos where he's, like, dancing around and flexing and drinking wine. And it's like, yeah. dude, shut the fuck up, man. Like, just, like, it, it's it's fine to do that when you're winning. It, it mm-hmm. is. I'm not, And I'm not telling the guy not to live his life by mm-hmm. any means. But, like, that is a bad look when your team sucks and you are clearly not giving 100%. And you're blaming teammates and throwing them under the bus. Like, it's just not. It's not a good look. Yeah, the the whole team, uh, like, just they're not doing that great. We're going to pivot a little bit to the Eastern Conference uh, and all the way over to Boston. The Celtics also have been very up and down this season, it seems like. There's points in times that people are like, okay, it looks like they might actually be able to make some sort of playoff push. And there's been other times where you're just like, what's happening with this team? Are there too many cooks? Yada, yada, yada. Everyone's got the same sort of take. Um, what do you think about the Celtics? And the and, and I think the whole point we were talking about was like, who do you think is having a worse season? I would say by all accounts, like in terms of like how their team is, is playing it. Kyrie as it worse right now. I mean, that team should be so much better. Like that, that team has too much talent to be as bad as they are. And don't get me wrong. The East is way better than it has been in, in recent years. You know, yeah, the Sixers are legit. Yeah. They're picking some stuff up there. Um, you know, like the Raptors are obviously very good, you know, with the addition of, of Kawhi, they're much better than they were when they had DeRozan. Yeah. Uh, the Marcus Saul trade obviously has been huge for them and the Bucks are good. Um, but that, I mean, like by like still though, like there's too much talent on that team for them to be as, as bad as they are. And, and you see now Kyrie kind of starting to morph into like LeBron jr. Yeah. Uh, with the way he like you know acts towards his teammates and stuff, and it's it's like you you either live uh, you you either you either die the the Kyrie or live long enough to see yourself become the LeBron. Yeah, and that's like that's how that's how things kind of are in, in Boston right now. And I, how much do those two guys miss each other and playing with each? How much does Kyrie I, miss LeBron? I I feel like they probably are just just texting each other like crazy. And and there's all the rumors of him going to New York next year uh, with Kevin Durant. I don't know if that'll happen, but I I feel like the whole time that they're talking, like LeBron's just like, hey, you know, there's always a spot here for you, kid. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked to see Kyrie end up in in L.A. I am still much in I'm very much still in the Kyrie to the Knicks camp. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked. You know, I mean. The thing is, like, he goes there, he signs a big long-term deal with them. I mean, LeBron has three or four seasons left, maybe, um, before he's hanging it up. So it's not like, you know, if, if, if that relationship still is a little strained, it's not like he has to play there with him for, you know, all that much longer. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think, I think that relationship probably isn't nearly as strained as it was. It seems like they've, they've sort of uh, come together a little bit more. Um, but I, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked by any means to see, like to see Kyrie end up there. I still think he ends up in New York, but you know, yeah, I, I, I would, I would actually just prefer him to either stay in Boston or end up in New York, but I actually just watching the way the team is and everything. I, it wouldn't be surprising if he ended up in New York. 
Um, no. And I, I agree with you 100% that I think the, the Celtics, though the Celtics are obviously doing better record-wise, they, they should be doing so much better. They should be fighting for, like, the top spot. And, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, the the fucking Pacers are killing it. They're doing very good. They had a good game today. They uh, they Wesley- won today on a yeah Wesley Matthews tipping. Yeah. Uh, so I like you know, great job. I I I'm s- still surprised that even without Victor Oladipo, the Pacers are finding ways to win. But like, the Celtics shouldn't be worrying about if they're gonna get past the Pacers. Like they should be like they should be at the top right now with the team that they fucking have. They like everyone was talking at the beginning of the season. They were a one game seven away from the finals. I, they should be. They should be top three. They should. Yeah. What are they fourth right now or fifth? No, they dropped the fifth. They're yeah. They are fifth. Because it, yeah, it's the Bucks. Yeah, but I thought yeah. Bucks, Raptors, Pacers, uh, Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're fifth now. Um, so they'll have to. That's. I mean, that'd be a. That's a pretty good. Have you seen what the playoffs would look like if they started right now? It's yeah, good. they would. They'd be playing the Sixers, and I. I yeah. don't. I. I don't. I think that 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 would go six games, maybe. Like I don't. I don't even know if that would go six games. I think the Sixers would beat them probably in five. You think they um, get like a? Uh, was it the gentleman's? Um, the gentleman's sweet five games. Yeah. I I, I, I I really do. I, I really do. Um, I, I mean, uh, the Bucks are going to make the finals, and you can fucking quote me on that. As you know, Jay and I have a, a little bet yes. uh, going on, on, on whether the Bucks or the Raptors. But the Bucks just look – the Bucks look unbeatable right now. I mean, they, yeah. they dropped a couple games to teams they probably shouldn't have. But, like, I mean, by all accounts, the Bucks look like the team that, that should come out of the East. Yeah. Yeah, I I am trying to look. Yeah, I feel like that's that I'm looking at it right now, and I don't see anybody other than the Bucks coming out. And I don't, yeah, I just don't have any confidence in the Celtics right now. And although they're playing, they have way more wins, like we already talked about, than the Lakers. I think the Lakers have so many like uh, rental pieces that they're just like, eh, it's whatever this year. I think that I think this the whole Lakers scheme this year was very whatever. No, it, it definitely, it definitely was. I completely agree with you. And the Celtics, by all accounts, like retained like almost the exact same roster as you put it, were a game seven away from the finals last year. Yeah. And they look, they they do not look good. Like I, I don't. You made the good point earlier. You said I don't know if there's too many cooks, and like I honestly wonder if that's the problem. And I have said all year long. I've said it from the beginning of the season. They need to make a move. They need to move some of their depth pieces to pick up. You know, look at look at what the Raptors did. They 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 moved some depth pieces and they picked up Marcus Saul. And by all accounts, that was a fucking well hell of a move. Yeah, and like the fact is, the Celtics have the assets to do it and have like they just they they basically just sat on their hands and did nothing yeah. uh, at the deadline or or otherwise. And it's it, that's the problem with that team. Yeah. And also on top of that, they have fucking four first round picks this next fucking draft. Like, you can ship some of that for actual like good pieces, <laughs> right? Like, wh- like what you have a you have a talented roster as it is right now. You have a superstar player in Kyrie. You have other like complementary pieces like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and Al Horford. Al Horford, right? Like move move a first, move a first round pick or two like i mean i know they couldn't they obviously couldn't trade for anthony davis which is you know who you, who you want and they they potentially could do that over the summer but at the same time it's just like you guys make a move like you, you 
you're, you're the window to win championships in the NBA and in all professional sports is so small Yeah, that like you have to capitalize on it while you have the, the chance and the assets to do so. And they just haven't done it. It's, it's actually, I'd be really disappointed if I was a Celtics fan. I'm yeah. perpetually disappointed because I'm a magic fan, but at least I don't have any delusions of us contending anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a bulls fan. I don't even think we have a chance in the playoffs anytime soon. Uh, no, 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 you you certainly don't. It's fun watching like uh, Otto Porter and Zach Levine, and, and like you know they're both doing very well, and Laurie's been doing very well. But like, I need you motherfuckers to stop winning, right? Like, calm the hell down, people. Hundred percent. Yeah, the the Bulls need to stop winning, and they need to like I I want the Bulls to be good because I live here, and I want to go to more Bulls games and see more talented players play. Yeah. Like that's I I mean so like I, I I don't care like I don't want the Bulls to win anything because I you know have a yeah a team that's in I root for a team that's in the same conference but like I would like them to be good like half the time I go to a Bulls game it's literally to watch whoever else they're playing yeah at this point it really is um uh what the hell was it that I was gonna bring up oh yeah uh another Bob story about basketball I was watching the Bulls the other day and uh when they were playing and. It was Archie Diacono was on the floor. And oh, God. My buddy Bob just goes, what the fuck happened to uh, Kirk Heinrich? And I was like, what? And he was like, why does Kirk Heinrich uh, look so weird? And why is he wearing that sleeve? And I was like, that's not Kirk Heinrich. Dude, he hasn't played in years. <laughs> I, was like, that's, I was like, no, that's another scrappy white guy, dude. And he was like, oh, shit. He was like, I don't know. He looks just, he's like, he plays just like Kirk Heinrich. And I was like, you're not wrong, but <laughs> that's not him. I, and I couldn't believe it. It was just so fucking funny. It was just I like and and that is that, <laughs> that is and that that's not wrong. He Kirk Heinrich is again on our team as our, our and Archie getting so many fucking minutes. I was yeah, like, I mean, he, like, and look at he is a very like a Kirk Heinrich or like a um like a TJ McConnell type. He is like he's he's good and he will be able to help a team that is actually in a winning situation, but like. Not at the amount of minutes he's playing. No, no. I mean, that guy should be playing 11, 12 minutes a night. Not exactly. I was like 12 minutes. I was going to say 12 to 14. No, 12 to 12, 13, I think. I think 12 is – we're 12. 12. That, there we go. We can, we can agree on that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And he's, not, he's, a, he's, a, he's a decent player, but, like, he is not – I mean, yeah, he, he should not be getting a large chunk of minutes. He should not be, like, a consistent role player on your team. And uh, unfortunately for Bulls fans, that, that is currently the case. It is. He um, is, I guess, technically the Bulls six man. And segue. Uh, segue. Uh, recently passed Dale Curry in all-time bench points scored. And I was one, I wanted to talk. Do you think he is the GOAT six man? Or if, there, if not, is there anyone? Who do you think would be considered it? So it's an interesting question. I think if you're talking like true – sixth man players like i would say probably um technically Manu Ginobili was the sixth man for a majority of his career True. but he played like starter minutes i mean he just came off the bench so if you exclude manu um then yeah i'd say i'd say lou williams sweet lou who i i i love i have always liked lou williams he has always been a uh, i used to just uh i don't i haven't played 2k in years but i used to just wreck people with him in, in 2k uh him and 
him and JR, our, JR, JR Smith and uh, like OJ Mayo were just great 2K players. Another, uh, another great 2K player and a good sixth man, Jamal Crawford. Yes, Jamal Crawford definitely deserves to be in the conversation. My favorite Jamal Crawford stat is he's the all-time NBA leader in four-point plays. Oh, cool. Yes, that he has like 27 or something like that. Oh, wow. Nice. So, which is, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty impressive statistic. Uh, Jamal Crawford is also a guy who I feel like is going to play until he's 50. <laughs> like, he playing for now? I, I've like for, completely forgotten by now. Isn't he in Minnesota? No, they no, no, he's not in Minnesota anymore. Why don't I know? I don't, why don't I know this? Charlotte, maybe? No, that can't be right. Phoenix Suns. Oh my God, he's in Phoenix. Yeah, I don't ever watch Suns games, so I'm not gonna sit here and lie to the listeners of NBA and and pretend that I, 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 I watch them. I I will occasionally watch them if like every other game that I'm trying to watch is a blowout or like also, there aren't good games on League Pass. I caught them, uh, the game that they ended up beating the Warriors. That was one of the that was one of the few times I've seen a Suns game, which is funny that I do not remember seeing Jamal Crawford playing. Maybe he's injured. No, he's not injured. I don't know. Yeah, it just looks like he. I. It, it looks like he's just straight up not. They're just. He's just not playing. He's not like, playing all that much. He. I. I. I don't see anything that indi- he's on the roster, but it doesn't. I see no indication that he is actually getting because he was. He was a beast, and I know he could still play a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he averaged ten points a game last season. Oh, here we go. Okay, no, here I've got his stats now. Uh, for whatever reason, the NBA, the official NBA website, didn't have his. He is averaging six points uh, a game. He is okay. not playing. Uh, he's shooting uh, around like I mean, he's shooting like thirty-seven percent. He's only shooting thirty percent from three, which is not uh, not good. Yeah, not not his best. Okay, maybe he is falling off a little bit. But hey, yeah, you're he two thousand. It's freaking. He's in his nineteenth season. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's in his nineteenth season right now. He's like, been around for a, a long time. He's been around for a minute. Damn, Jamal. Uh, but that's good that we talk about because I I also agree. I think if we're not including Manu, then it's uh, Lou Williams. But if we're including Manu, which I I mean I feel like he's going to go into the Hall of Fame as a fucking six man. I, I think he would be also uh, one of the greatest six men of all time. But I want to talk about. Let's get a starting five going a six man. Um, and I think it's not, we'll do it a little more now. It's like a, a three front court, two back court. Okay. Starting. It's so like a, a starting five of like an all-star game, but it's only six men. That is, that is a, a tough, that's tough. I think you throw, um, I think you, like Lamar also, Odom. I'm going to say all time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you 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 go. Oh man, I'm trying. Like the guards is the hardest part. Like, uh, fucking many. That is a like because there have been a lot of good players. Like you know, my, the Mike Millers of the world and Jamal yes. Crawford's and yep. and uh, Lou Williams. Obviously, um, I, I mean, I think you you have to. I think you have to have Lou Williams and you have to have Jamal Crawford on there. Those guys are are two guys that are like synonymous with. Yeah. When I think of NBA six man, I, I think of those guys. I think, um, I think you definitely uh, you have Lamar Odom for sure. If I you're, I mean, later year Walton. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. You for sure have. I mean, yeah. That's your center. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, sure. so I mean, there's four, and then you just need 
you need one other other wing player or like a yeah a point guard. I will throw it back, uh, way back. I would say your point guard, uh, Bobby Jackson, from okay. uh, the Kings days. Yeah, uh, dude, I was a such a fan of those Kings games, and he was such a fun player to watch. He wasn't a terribly efficient player, but he was. Uh, I just I was I, I liked Bobby Jackson a lot. So I would say I would say that's my I would say Lou Will Jamal Crawford. Bobby Jackson, Lamar Odom, and uh, Bill Walton is probably I that like, is, that's that's a real good group right there. Yeah, I mean, I think as far as like you know six men go, like I don't I don't know that you you find a better a better team. There are other guys who have been six man or like one like James Harden won a six man of the year award. Yeah, James Harden six man uh, of the year at one point. I Antoine Jamison, I'm pretty sure won a six man of the year award. But like those guys, like for the majority of their career, though. I mean, obviously James Harden. I mean, you fucking throw yeah. him out. He was a fucking. He's an MVP. But like, um, like Antoine Jamison for the majority of his career was a a starter. You know, yeah. like, um. So I yeah, I think I think we just did a really good job there of coming up yeah, with this. Yeah, it was good. We were concise. It's nice. We we chose. We agreed on everything. Let's see what's next on. Ooh, this is perfect. I just said we agreed on everything. These people didn't agree on everything. Turns out the Utah Jazz don't like Russell Westbrook. Well, they're fans. Um, this they, is the second time. There was one last year where the guy kept calling him boy. Yep. Guy kept calling him boy. This year, he, they said, get uh, get on your knees like you're used to. Uh, not great. You know, not great. Being a casual racist is wrong. Uh, don't be racist. Yeah, like, that's it. That's straight up it. And it's it's also like the amount of people that I have seen. They're like, he gets paid millions of dollars. He should be able to take a couple of jabs. Nope. No, the same nope. people who say that sort of shit are the people that get mad when people are like, no, you can't say the N word just because it's in the rap song you listen to. Like those are the <laughs> that kind of people. And it, it's just like, you need to calm the fuck down. You you paid to be there. That doesn't mean you just get to act a fool. I've paid to be at a restaurant because I paid the food. You don't see me just screaming at the people that work there like a piece no, of shit. You're not throwing food at people or like... Yeah, yeah, I'm not like, saying racial slurs to people. No, it... And I, I was reading on RMBA, and it's sad. Like, a lot of jazz fans were like, yo, you'd be surprised how much casual racism there actually is in this state. No, yeah, no, people um, talk about it. Utah is pretty racist. But it's like, a, I mean, it I, is a very white, yeah, it's white place. Whitish. Um, look, man, like, I'm a white guy. I always have been, and I always will be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guy, I was trying to make a little joke there. Um, <laughs> I love it. Like, dude, like, I just, I don't know, man. Like, what? Like, it, 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 just racism is dumb. Like, yeah. it, it, like I, I don't, I just, I don't, I, I, I fundamentally, uh, I don't understand it. But, I mean, like, Dude, just don't be don't be an asshole. Just be a, yeah. a like. How hard is it? It was only two weeks ago that Bob and I were talking about it. Like, like, how hard is it? Just be a good person. Also, dude, you know what? The only reason you're saying that shit is because you are in the crowd and you know that he can't do he anything. Can't do anything. Yeah. Like, so, if you saw him on the street, you wouldn't say a fucking word. Yeah. Like, just and like, dude, you're not tough. You're not cool. You're a fucking loser. That's what you are. If yeah. you are one of those people, you're a fucking loser. And here's the thing. I have gone to games. I have heckled opposing teams players in a way that is like 
consistent with like the game, you yeah. know, somebody airballs something, you chant airball at them, those sorts of things. Like yeah. that's Simple fine. Thing. Or to, you know, to, miss to, it. or like, Hey, yeah, better, that, better, better. right. Like that shit is fine. Yeah. It is fine. It is not okay to be a grown adult and talk to a professional athlete. Like, I, I don't even know like how to describe it. Like, and I, you know what, here's the thing. It, I, it is shocking to me how many fans of professional sports teams, which professional sports outside of hockey are not dominated by white people. They're really not. Baseball is like, you know, like, like Hispanic population. And and there's a lot of very talented black players in baseball. Um, You know, the NFL, obviously in the, and it, it is astounding to me that so many of these people root for these teams, but are also just like, are 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 racist well it's it's very much a slave owners mentality that's what i was just about to say it's like we pay the tickets for the game which gets you your salary and puts that jersey on your back we own you is a very big thing that happens uh in sports culture which is not fun no, it's, and it's, it's just, it's not. And like they, you're right. That that's exactly what, what it was. That's what I was going to say is that it is, it's like that slave owner mentality. And it's, um, it's, I mean, it's, it's the, they just see them as, as things that are to entertain them. They don't look at these players like people. I mean, like, I don't know, this is not basketball related, but the bears, uh, the Chicago bears just let, uh, uh, the Packers just signed Adrian Amos, who was their, um, their safety they, they he just signed with the Packers and obviously uh you know they're a rival to the Bears yeah. and he tweeted Adrian Amos tweeted screenshots of this Bears fan account that has like thousands of followers on Instagram DMing him literally calling him the n-word yeah I'm, I'm just not gonna dignify that word yeah. like I'm not I'm just I'm not gonna say it out loud um like it, and it's just like I like I I don't know like I, I, I am not going to pretend that I'm naive and that like r- their racism doesn't exist in this world. And that like, well, it when, definitely exists. It got like president. Yeah, no shit. That's a hundred percent fact. Yeah. Um, but it, it is just, it just astounds me. I don't know, you know, like kudos to my parents for, you know, being good open-minded people and, and teaching me that, you know, uh, the color of somebody's skin <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, as far as you know but it's just i don't know it's disgusting and like if like if you're a racist you're a loser if you go to sports games and talk shit to professional athletes like that you're a fucking loser like yeah. grow up i mean that's that's really all there is to it i like that that's a good that's i think that's a perfect analogy and i think that's a great way to move on down the list uh, sorry i was on a different thing oh that's right he'll hear perfect now we're gonna go to something very fun very, very fun. And that is Spencer Dinwiddie, quote unquote, officially put in a request to the NBA to not have playoff games on April 26th, because that is the day that the Avengers Endgame movie will be coming out. And my boy Spencer really wants to see it. He's like, hey, we got to see this movie. You can't let me have a fucking game. I will not. Uh, I will not be watching any NBA on that day. If there are NBA games, I just won't be watching it because I am going to go see that movie. I will also be in the movie theaters watching said movie. Uh, like it's, it's NBA playoff time. I realize that, but I'm not, I want to see that movie. I'm going to yeah. go. Yeah. 
and it's, it's and when they have a, a a weird drop in ratings in that one day, they'll know why. It's because the fucking Avengers came out. That movie is going to be. I truly believe that that movie is going to be the fastest movie to gross a billion dollars. Oh my god, that movie is going to get a billion dollars so quickly. So you know, kudos to Spen- I love Spencer Dinwiddie. He I still is why he's the a best. good player. He just seems like a a, a good. Just a good dude, and you know, then this, and I'm just like, dude, how could people not love you more? Yeah, I have been, I've been like watching, I, not the full games, but I'm watching highlights, like you know, those like nine minute highlights you can watch, where it's like almost every point scored of the Nets. They are so much fun to watch, and I was not expecting that. They really are. I mean, <clears throat> like D'Angelo Russell uh, just came out and, and was talking about how. Um, like he and and up until this point in his professional basketball career, like he hasn't been, you know, there haven't been twenty games remaining in a season where he's actually playing for something. Yeah, and like this year he is, and I, I think it's they're they're young, they're talented, they're fun to watch. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie is a, a huge um, part of that. I you know I when Karis Levert got hurt, I didn't think they would you know be nearly as good as they have been, and and he like you know those two guys. Um, have really and and the 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 well, oh my god why can't I, I'm blanking on the name the cat that won the the three point contest. Uh, oh, shit. Is it Joe Harris? No, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, yeah, Joe Harris. Yeah, they oh, uh, they like those three guys have like put the team on their back. Karis Levert is back now, and like they 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 have carried that team, and they've been fun to watch. Like it's entertaining. Yeah. Um, Jared Allen's got that huge fro. I like, love that. I fucking love that guy. Oh, I love that fro. And they're like, they all seem, I, I know the whole team seems to be clicking very well with each other and they all seem to like each other a lot. That's yeah. I mean, that's always, it's always fun to see like, just like a young talented group that that is like that, that they have good team chemistry. There's not a, uh, you know, there's not sort of one guy in the team that's like, I got to get mine. Um, yeah this is completely off topic from, I mean, it's on topic, but it's off topic from uh, talking about how, how good and fun the nets are. Uh, but Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, not only does he want to the NBA to cancel any games for that date for this movie, but I read an article the other day that said uh, when he plans to retire by the other day, I mean, this was probably about six hours ago. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he said his plan when he retires with his millions that he's made in the NBA is to uh, create an Iron Man suit. <laughs> that's, that's what he wants to do. And I'm like, how could you not love this guy? Oh my God. That sounds wonderful. Yeah. He seems like he'd be like a real, he seems like an, like a chill dude. Like he'd be fun to hang out with. I think that the NBA by all accounts, the NBA has the athletes that I would want to hang out with. I mean, the, the NBA is my favorite professional sport. Yeah. So like, you know, take that for what it is. But the NBA seems to have the players that I think they would have be most fun to hang out with. Yeah, they do. They have, and that's the thing. The NBA lets these guys be themselves. Characters, yes. And it, you know, the wildest thing is like two of the least like crazy NBA players you can think of are huge characters. The Lopez brothers, right? The Lopez brothers are just like if you saw those dudes walking down the street, you just be like, "Well, oh, those pretty big guys." But then you like you, if you actually fucking talk to those dudes, those dudes are hilarious. They're fucking wild as hell. Like Giannis is crazy as hell, doing dad jokes all the fucking time, just like loving life. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie over here trying to make a goddamn Iron Man suit. Uh, ugh. Have you? Go ahead. 
Oh no, I, I was just gonna ask, have you have you ever watched the videos of them when they go to like Comic Con? Like they had the Lopez twins had yes. a like a YouTube series where they just did like basically like man on the street style videos and yes. they are That's fucking what I was talking about. They're hysterical. fucking hilarious. It's yes. wild. We we need to go, they need to bring that back. Bring back the Lopez fucking variety show or whatever. Those are two guys who are for sure gonna do something creative when they are finished with with their basketball career. I think so. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, then them for sure. Obviously LeBron James is gonna be doing shit. He's already started doing stuff. Um He's just gonna be such a like just such a like businessman. Yeah, he's gonna be a businessman for sure. Um one yeah no i i yeah i i mean i like it's it's just it's what's fun like there there are there's just personalities and the league lets them be personalities and like you know lets them do these things um while other leagues try to like you know the nfl we call the no fun league for a fucking reason right like um baseball is just fucking old white guy sport i love baseball too i'm a big baseball guy but like you know it's the baseball has the biggest problem see basketball i feel like has such a more like youthful fan base. Yes. Um, and like basketball has it's always national. That's true. And it's also, it's always had like, uh, it's always had like colorful personalities. I mean, going back like, you know, years and years and like, you know, well, hell the guys on TNT. Like look at, yeah, right. No, that's a, that's, that is a prime example. And uh, so yeah, it, it it is it the the they you know and then you got baseball who's like every fan of baseball is like you're ruining the sanctity of the game the the pureness yeah. of base it's just like, shut the fuck up man like just shut up like yeah, I, like let shit change and let like people be I don't know I just no, I like I like that and actually you saying that is a perfect way of to segue for our last topic of the night uh, Adam Silver would like some change he's a big fan of change. Um, I, I don't know. I hate change. It clanks around in my pocket. (laughs) It takes up too much space. Oh no, sorry. Okay. My mistake. Different kind of change. Call it up Giannis with all your dad jokes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, oh, also I've got an idea to pitch once the Lopez twins, uh, are, uh, retired. Uh, you could manage their acting career. Yeah. uh, It's going to be late night with the Lopez twins. I like that. I would watch that. I would 100% watch that. Late Night Lopez. And we're not talking about George Lopez. I know he had a late night show at one point. New Lopez's. Lopez twins. Dude, speaking of George Lopez and, like, late night, like, when I was in high school, man, nothing better. I'd be playing, like, I'd be on, like, the computer or doing some shit, and it'd be, like, one, two in the morning, and I'd fucking have the George Lopez show on, on <laughs> Nick and Tom like, in the background <laughs> all the time. I used to watch that a lot, actually. I saw this, uh, this, this tweet that was like, um, it's like, it was like, it's the middle of the night. You, you wake up in, in a cold sweat. You hear the words, all my friends know the low rider. You look up, you see him. And it was like the, it was like the picture of him in like the opening credits. I don't know. I'll send you the tweet. It it was wonderful. It was funny. Like well, it was also, really- like I I still just remember the fucking fact that when they would have him as every step of his childhood when they would do flashbacks it was still his big ass head on yes child on like a body. small child yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Oh man! What a, what a great to, show! I'm gonna have to see if Nick at Night still plays the fucking the Lopez show, and I'll I'll fucking watch George Lopez at like four in the morning. What a show! Uh, what? wonderful. But uh, the change we were I would try to bring up is uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I really derailed you there. It's okay. I loved it. We talk, got to talk about George Lopez. Uh, Adam Silver wants to. It, they they were doing some sort of talking at it, it was Boston, right? I forgot about it. Already, exact details. Sorry. But uh, Adam Silver, they were at like some sort of, um, yeah, Adam Silver mini tournaments. Adam Silver wants the league to be shortened to like roughly 70 games and then having little mini tournaments and also possibly getting rid of the All-Star game uh, or replacing the All-Star game. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, so I have this weird. Really quick. It's the NIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference in uh, Boston, obviously. Uh, Okay. Gotcha. That, yeah, that sounds like a very uh, a lot of words. That sounds like something that's well above anything that I I know or or any sort of conference that oh, I would yeah. ever be invited to. Uh, that sounds like a lot of people that are way way. The word, the word Sloan intimidates me. <laughs> Did I actually ever tell you I I had jokingly told my uh, high school counselor that I was thinking about applying to MIT. And I was like, I don't know, maybe I'll get there like on a minority scholarship. And she just goes, you really think there's no other smarter minorities? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe I won't. Never mind. Thank you. That's a good point. I, I, speaking of, I think I was like, I am like the the poster child for like state schools. Because like I had like an average high school GPA. I came from a middle-class family i'm just like your average run-of-the-mill white guy and it's like this like i am i am the stock photo of like <laughs> like a state school it like, just says welcome to state and it's a picture of you that's right like i got like a, a blue oxford on and i'm just smiling and like yeah, yeah like look at how great of a time it's this like- there's like this, like you can see a building in the background, but it's mostly just like dead space and like trees and grass. And you're like, look, that is, yes, that is exactly it. And there I am with my dumb ass face. Yes. No. I know that because when I was fucking applying to colleges, uh, every one of them had that picture. And it was just Tad, folks. Uh, you guys just, just, you know it. You've seen these flyers where it's like, come to our, come to, Western Michigan, come to Northeastern Illinois, come to South Central Colorado. I don't know. There's a college out there that sends you a fucking flyer, and it's just a, a white dude, sometimes with a backpack. Well, hell, there was also that meme about the freshman kid. That's, yeah, no, that's, no, that's exactly right. That's, like, just Tad. It was just Tad just sitting there. If you ever, if, if, if our listeners ever want to know what I look like, you can obviously Google me and find my Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. But if you're ever just curious, uh, go to jcrew.com or bananarepublic.com and the first white guy that you see on there, that, that's what I look like. <laughs> it's just like, a, it's that one. It's that one. It's just, I'm just, I like, I am the most generic of generic white dudes that, that are out there. Like that's just, and I'm fine with that. That I'm, I am okay with that. I, I don't, I don't need, nor do I want to be anything beyond that. I'm, I'm, I'm content with that. Yeah. Um, but back to the original. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we have, we've got on some good tangents today. This is, this has been nice. Nikki, I haven't talked to you in so long. It's, it's, <laughs> this is good. Um, 
I just I try to read through the article and I'm in, this is how I'm gonna get us back in. Adam Silver when talking about the All Star game, and I said this before we start recording. He called the All-Star game an afterthought, and he also said that he's like, I get it. We put an earring on a pig. You fucking did. He was the, like, the, we didn't do anything. We tried to, and it didn't work. The All-Star game sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It's boring. They don't play for anything. Nobody plays hard. Like, it's not entertaining to watch. The Like, I'm I'm fully on board with, like, them converting more to this, like, sort of, like, soccer-style uh, thing. Yeah. That that they've got that that like he seems to be pitching. Um, I I don't know. Like sometimes I'm on board with this, and sometimes I'm not. Is the shortening of the season? Because here's the fucking thing. I love basketball. I like having basketball from October. I mean, I know it's like the end of October because it starts on Halloween. But like, I love having basketball from October to fucking June. And like, I. I love baseball. I do. I love baseball. I love the Brewers. I follow baseball. But that season is 162 fucking games long. And what you do in March doesn't matter. And similarly, like the NBA, what you do in November or December doesn't generally really matter all that much either. But like baseball, Jesus Christ, I cannot turn on the Tigers and the fucking Royals and be entertained by that. Where like I could turn on the Suns, who I admitted I don't watch a ton of because they suck. But that's because I have league pass and can watch any game I want to. Um, Like... I can turn on if I didn't have league pass and like the only game on a night was like the Suns and like the Pistons, for example, like I'll watch that and be entertained. Yeah. It's it's so I want as much basketball as I can get. So I I've always respected and understood the argument of shortening the season. I don't know if I could get on board with that, but I am 100% on board with getting the fuck rid of the all-star game. Cause Jesus Christ, it sucks. Yeah, it has not been that much fun. I and like last year was actually like it was a close game. It was almost a game winning shot. It was a last second shot, uh, and it was fun to watch. But like this this year wasn't good, and, I, and I'm sure next year it'll be the same sort of thing. I also uh, just had a thought. Jay and I did an episode on this where we were talking about how to save the dunk contest, mm-hmm. and we talked about it again on the following episode. The three of us, um, and we he, we were talking about like the videos of these 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 guys that like ridiculous dunks that are happening dude you want to save the dunk contest pros versus joes get these guys that can do these insane dunks and put them up against some nba players that's entertaining i'd watch that that'd be fun i think that'd be also if they they would play like uh oh wait no you can't i was like oh maybe instead of an all-star game we just play like a three-on-three tournament but then that's just the big three i love the big three i do too the big three is fun to watch it's entertaining and, and that is another prime example of like, there's like former pros, obviously tons of former pros that play in that. And like, that is a prime example of how entertaining NBA athletes are because that shit is entertaining as, as hell. Like I, it's great. And I can't wait for like fucking Jamal Crawford and Vince Carter to join. Cause like Vince Carter's coming back next season. And I feel like if a team doesn't give him a contract, this he's going to come back for 2020. I feel like in 2021, if he doesn't get another contract, he'll sign with the big three. Oh, 100%. He'll, yeah. Because he, he's not, he's he's not still, going anywhere. He can still play. He's still, he's still good enough to play. Yeah. He, I mean, he's a, he's a contributor. I mean, the Hawks are fucking terrible, but like yeah, he's but, a contributor. And like I am, I am so thrilled. I, I, have, I, I had hoped for this, and I didn't know if it was going to happen, but I am thrilled that he's coming back in 2020 because uh, of all the guys that you could think of who would have possibly ever played – uh, through four decades, I don't think that you would think that Vince Carter 
would be the guy, but Vince Carter is literally going to have an NBA career that has spanned four separate decades, which is just outrageous. Amazing. Because also, like, when you think of, like, longevity, the first person to go is the one who's, like, the athletic freak. And then what do you do – what do you expect from literally the epitome of athletic freakiness? You're like, no, eventually you're going to stop. Right. And he, and he, he has, but he has also like modified his game to now he just, he's like, well, guess, guess what guys, I can hit threes now. It's it's cool. Yeah. I'll play some defense. I'll hit some threes and I'll be a good solid locker room guy. And uh, you, but you're right though. You, you don't ever expect those guys who are like superstars and also just like athletic specimens like just like i mean the things that vince carter used to be able to do the guy could fucking jump out of the goddamn gym um yeah you those are not ever like those are the guys that you you don't expect to like just kind of fade out quietly like look at alan iverson like you know when his when he couldn't be the guy anymore he basically just phoned it in and then and then quit and uh vince carter on the other hand was just like yo all right i'll average six points a game and come off the bench and stand in the and hit threes so yeah i think the the ultimate uh like sort of praise i have for vince carter is a video game related one um i was playing i forgot who whose house we were at but we were like at people's houses and this was back when he was on the mavericks so i forget how many years ago that was but like five maybe i don't know four uh but i played a game we would just do like random teams at a buddy's house i got the mavericks and the guy i played against got uh, I think it was the the it was whoever LeBron he had LeBron on his team is all I remember so it must have been the the Cavs at that point. so it'd be the Heat or the Cavs right yeah the Heat or the Cavs one of the two uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Cavs but I don't remember I just can't think of it exactly but I won that game by scoring 52 points with Vince Carter I love that and doing it was either him or Dirk Nowitzki that was sco- scoring everything for me I think I had 52 for Vince and like 30 for fucking Dirk Nowitzki. That's like how I I play. Like I just always play with whatever team has Redick, and I just just rain threes so, on people. Yeah. That's all I do. I mean, I haven't played in a long time, but like, um, I mostly my video games mostly revolve around uh, like shooters or uh, uh, NHL nineteen or what whatever <laughs> NHL game is out. I, I play a lot of that. But uh, yeah, two K. So I know what you mean. It's always fun to just dominate with a role player, and it's got to be just un, like yeah. dominating with a guy like Vince Carter when he's well past his prime is great. I love that. I was hitting all the threes with him. And if he wasn't hitting threes, Dirk was hitting threes. It was a blast. Um, I think that's it for us. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, but it's nice to see you and, and hear yeah. your voice. Likewise. It's been I nice. hope everything is going well for you in, in La La Land. It's all right. I mean, it's nice out, but you know, it's a, it's, I didn't get any food, but we have like a rule in, uh, don't go outside at night by yourself because there's a bunch of crazy people. Um, so that's, yeah, I mean, I don't, is that much different than living here? It seems worse here. Okay. Weirdly enough. Um, they're, uh, a little more drugged out here. Uh, yeah, that makes, that does make sense. Everybody in LA is a little bit more drugged out. So when, when they're all by themselves, it's a little. Scrolling. And when the weather, when the weather's always like you know the the, the weather is 
always years, nice. So it's always <laughs> nice. Yeah, to the point people where are willing to be outside a little bit more. That yeah, does make we're sense. Pissed off that it was fifty five degrees out, and I'm like, it's it's a beautiful day. Calm down, dude. It was sixty degrees today in Chicago, and it rained yeah. a little bit, but it sure. was. I wore a hoodie today, mm-hmm. and instead of like, I didn't even wear a coat, and I was like, this is fucking tight. And like, and then tomorrow it's gonna be thirty nine. Yeah, I, there was a a thing that I saw. It was a meme about uh, it said Midwest uh. Like the way that Midwest uh, seasons work, there's 11 seasons in the Midwest, not four. And like at the point you guys are at right now, you just finished winter, and now you guys are like you guys are we're in your like roughly a week of whoa is spring happening, and then right after that it goes no bitch it's still winter. Yeah, no, that's you. You are right. This is it happens every year. Yep. My favorite thing is is the the weekend in February that you get every year where it's like 62 degrees. <laughs> And you're like, God damn, is it nice out today? And then you're like, well, not anymore. Not anymore. It was just yesterday, and now it's six degrees out. And then after after that sort of thing, then you get the beautiful mud season where everything, all of the snow melts, so everything yes. is disgusting and muddy. Yep. You, get, you get a half of a fart for spring, and then it's summertime. Which lasts not nearly uh, <laughs> as lasts, long as it should. Which lasts a week to a week and a half. I always... I always think about this too. Like, I don't know if you ever watched the Simpsons growing up, but there's an episode of the Simpsons where they have um, a meeting um, where uh, they misprinted all the calendars. Uh, instead of March, it says smarch. Oh, yeah. And like they come in and Homer's like dusting coat off himself or snow off his coat. And he's like, um, lousy smarts weather and i always now just refer to this weird in between springtime like thing that we have here as smarch like that's, that's just perfect. that's what this is it is yeah that's a smarch weather right there <laughs> <laughs> uh oh that might be the title <laughs> smarch weather right at the end is what i that's fine i'm good with that that's a good episode title oh uh, damn all right uh you want to plug go ahead uh, yeah, I mean, you can you can follow me at, on Twitter at Tad Hall underscore. I did I picked up like five recent new followers who are all NBA related. So I assume you people listen to this. Uh, so shout out to you people who listen to this and who also follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet a ton of NBA stuff. I really don't. I, I tweet. It's mostly Iowa stuff. It's it really is. Um, I'm just I'm like the th- I'm just heavily invested. I mean, I've grew I grew up an Iowa fan my entire life. We have no pro sports teams. I went to college there. Like. Just heavily, uh, heavily invested, um, in in so like that does tend to uh, take up a lot of uh, my tweeting, and also like the Magic suck. Um, I do tweet about you know random NBA games every so often, but like I I don't find as much uh, need to uh, like I I don't I don't get like as excited or or as like just fucking depressed about uh like random nba teams as i do about as about iowa it's not that i i don't care it's just that i i don't have as much to say yeah i understand that that's no biggie uh y'all can follow me at nikki palooza on all social media um yeah i don't know it's random shit so it's sometimes sports related sometimes about a movie i don't know just you know you have good twitter game I, Nikki is a better follow on Twitter than I am. You are a better follow on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm an okay at best. All right. Uh, <laughs> also, I will be out your way um, in a few weeks. Nice. Come on April, by. We'll hang April out for 13th. I won't be in LA. I'll be in Mission Viejo. So I don't know how feasible uh, it would be for us to actually get together. But if we can somehow make it happen, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we will make it happen. 
I don't have a car, so it's hard to get around here without one. I will have one. How about it? Sweet. I will have one. So you if we hear something you heard it here, folks. We'll get back to you and see if we actually end up meeting up with each yeah, other. Yeah, we will. We will discuss this on the episode. <laughs> well, uh, Google and it's just following that four-hour drive. <laughs> We're gonna be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's usually how that that goes. When I'm in California, I'm like, oh, I know people out there, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, they're three and a half hours away. Just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, don't forget to follow the podcast at NBA on all social media, as well as our other podcast at Eat Yay Love. Uh, for Jay, for Tad, I've been Nikki. This has been NBA, the podcast where we talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk shit. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Zion, please come to the bonus. <laughs> <laughs>